0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2016 Sunny's Awards!
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, This is being recorded between Christmas and New Year and my favourite photography related Christmas present was the photograph book by Tim Peake, the British astronaut who took lots of pictures from the International Space Station earlier this year. Graham, what was your favourite?
0: I also got an awesome um, photography book this Christmas, which uh, I hinted at before, so it wasn't a complete surprise, but I got um, Paddy Summerfield's book um, of, of Oxford photo- photographs that he took between, I think it's 65 and 75, and yeah, it's a lovely photo book, really captures a unique look at Oxford, and I love it, and I, I am, do you know how Christmassy and festive I am this morning, Aid? you know, we're recording in the morning, Between Christmas and New Year. I am so festive. I'm eating Christmas cake for breakfast.
1: Whoa, that's awesome. I have a Christmas cake, actually, but sadly it's in the other room, so I can't reach it at the moment. But am I going to have some for breakfast after we finish this recording? Because that's how dedicated we are. I'm prepared to give up Christmas cake to do a podcast. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) OK, enough of this preamble rubbish. We have got an award ceremony to run and I believe, Graham, you are going to introduce the first category.
0: Film of the Year 2016!
1: Excellent. Now, can you recap the rules for us in a slightly more normal voice, please?
0: <clears throat> yes, I certainly can. So, film of the year. This category is open to any film ever. Essentially, it's uh, just whatever film people have been enjoying using this year. Um, and because it's so broad, as you can imagine, we got a lot of different people putting forward um their suggestions and their votes on stuff because it could be expired film it could be lovely fresh film it could be bulk rolled stuff it could be instant film it could be large format film it could be anything and we've really seen that across the board um so what i thought we'd do aid is we we'd go through and have a look at some of the suge- uh, some of the things that people have put forward and um, that are particularly because there's been so many great suggestions on here um what's caught your eye in there aid Mm-hmm. Ooh, good question.
1: Good question. Uh, one that's caught my eye is the CineStill still 800 tungsten. Uh, and that really is because I've actually been making an effort to shoot my cine still 800 tungsten film over Christmas. I've shot it indoors and outdoors without a filter. So let's see what happens. Uh, it's going off to the lab today. So that's a good choice, I think, or good, a good
0: nomination. That sounds great. Um, I'm just looking through our list here. So um, there's a lot of things that I haven't even tried here. So at CTW Photo um, has been shooting the Roly Superpan this year, which is something I would really like to, because the Roly films tend to be quite, reasonably priced and actually have a good uh, IR range on them. As soon as I've got a filter that I have yet to use, I want to try that out. Um, Pat McGroin has put a vote in for the Sphema Color 125. We love Pat McGroin just because of his name. Um, So, yeah, that's a film that we've both heard a lot of um, because of the uh, film photography podcast. Um, Matt Melcher uh, has recommended the Orwo. Are you – I've not tried Orwo. Is that something you've looked at at all, Aid?
1: No, it isn't. It's something I'm aware of. Uh there are but it's not something I've I've shot at all. There's a couple of slightly less well known ones on this list that uh, I have. I have shot Fomapan, uh I have shot Portra, whatever that might be. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, Orwo is one that is uh seems to me like um I may have used its cousin that had more consonants in the name, but
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah there are there are i mean unsurprisingly there are some really good obscure ones on here um eric at load film and subdued light went with his favorite the tasma mick rat 300 um actually i think he wasn't the only one who liked that this year um also i'm scrolling down because i want to find out who it was um ba 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 because i know here we go a study in black.com went for the galaxy direct positive which is a 120 paper film um i think we talked about the galaxy direct stuff way back in the early days of the podcast um and it's been uh, neither of us have tried but yeah a 120 roll of paper negative so you actually get the print straight out the back of the camera essentially um some votes for some infrared film unsurprisingly from rob um yeah, a really good mixture of stuff. And, of course, the ones you'd expect to see on here as well. There's even a vote in there for Instax Aid. Well, so. let's not go overboard, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So, no, all good. Uh, all good stuff there. And, uh, yeah, it's been a really broad set of uh, recommendations. Uh, I, some that I, I would love to try, actually, I think. Uh, although uh, I need to try and focus my uh, photography a little bit at the moment. So, uh meh. Anyway, uh, do we have uh, that special envelope? Oh, by the way, actually, which one of us is wearing a dinner suit and which is wearing a cocktail dress?
0: Uh, I'm in the cocktail dress. Have you seen my legs? Of course I'm in the cocktail <laughs> dress. This is a, a, a no-brainer. Right?
1: right, OK. So, given that I went to a pantomime yesterday, <laughs> I, now <laughs> have a men- I now have a mental image of you as a cross between uh, Widow Twanky and an ugly sister in a slightly overly spangly dress with unsightly lumps in.
0: (laughs) That's me, Dame Widow Skanky. (laughs) I I love the fact that a good chunk of our listeners probably have no idea what a panto is. Um, (laughs) For our American fans who haven't come across um, what a panto is, Google it. It will blow your mind. (laughs) But yeah, yes, what we do for entertainment in this country.
1: Yeah, let, let's not go down a rabbit hole, but suffice to say, it is a particularly family-oriented form of British theatre. Um, so I actually went to a theatre yesterday with my kids, and there's a, a there's a lot of shouting and singing and and what have you. But yeah, Google it; it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, now we've established some of the uh, the slightly unnerving mental images for our listeners. Uh, do you have the, the silver envelope with the results in for Film of the Year?
0: I certainly do. And in third place, it's a great result for the classic colour film Kodak Ektar. Um, it's safe to say that black and white film ran the roost a bit on the voting, but Kodak Ektar was the standout color film. A few people put in votes for the for Vista, which is unsurprising because it's a great cheap little film, but Kodak Ekdal was the color film that came up tops with this, um, with votes from people like uh, at Zach underscore ribbing. Um, I see I can't look through things quick enough. Uh, there were quite a few people who voted for Kodak Ekdal. Um I think it was one of the things that you actually uh, had on your list, aid of stuff that you shot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's a great color film. We've both used it this year. Um, and I I think for me at the moment, it it probably is my go to color negative film. Um, so yeah, great result there for Kodak. Well done in second place, bringing up the speed it's Ilford Delta 3,200. Um, Number one choice of such fine people as Spencer at A Story of Film. Um, a Story of Pieces. Good grief. it's early in the morning. Um, and it's... I think a lot of people are using it in things like Holgers and stuff like that. Very popular choice. And again, this is another one that we both shoot. Um, so good to see it up there. And finally, like a bullet, <laughs> it may be the vanilla choice, but it's a very popular choice. Number one, the Sunny 16 Podcast 2016 Film of the Year goes to Ilford HP5+. Plus. Um, <clears throat> what I love about this, and I think this is why the HP5 Plus has come out on top, is because people are shooting it at all sorts of different speeds and using it for all sorts of different things. So um, we've talked before about the fact that Alex is shooting it at ISO 1600. Um, then we've got um, at Deb Tracy Virginia, who's shooting it at 250. Um, there are obviously people like myself who tend to shoot it more at box speed. It's a hugely useful film. Um, uh, yeah, at 12 months, 12 cameras, Ilford HP5 for me. Um, yeah, it just it's a great easy to get hold of reliable film and it goes a really long way i think that it really says a lot and people also the things that are coming up in the comments people are really enjoying it in medium format as you said i think it was last week or the week before aid the difference in shooting hp5 in medium format versus 35 millimeter that grain really does go away a lot when you're shooting in the medium format but um great result for a one-two punch for ilford there
1: yeah team team event there i guess isn't it really and it's good to good, good to see some brits winning if i could be a little bit uh, biased for the <laughs> yeah. home team for a minute
0: and also it's nice to see that um although there were lots of votes for a real mixture of different films that in the end just good new film people buying good new film has been the most popular thing this year um because it's important that we do that uh, rob um posted in uh, there about his love of things like the um, Fuji films and how important it was that we keep buying these films because otherwise more of them will be discontinued so great job everyone Um, and well done to Ilford on their one two punch
1: Well, was that first one a shock result or one that the bookies would have favoured? Not entirely sure, but we're moving swiftly on. Graham, which award is number two? Lomographic ploy of
0: the year!
1: Okay, so this is going to be an interesting one, isn't it? It might even be a little bit contentious. Who knows? First of all, just my own little thoughts on this, uh, because I've been playing around with Holgers this year, as I've spoken about a lot. I've been playing around with Instacks all of this year, and we've had plenty of conversations about whether some of these things are a crutch that will help disguise... uh, less than excellent photography or whether they are truly uh, an expression of artisticness on behalf of the photographer or whether they can be both and there's a grey area in the middle and it's up to uh, the critics to to critique Um, but I've had my own psychological
0: wibbles and wobbles in this category. Graham how about you? Yeah it's been an interesting one for me because I've actually dipped my toe in a lot of different things that would fall underneath this category this year um from cross processing to red scaling to pinhole to using the panoramic cameras to using the holgers um but i haven't done any one thing in any great quantities um so yeah i I was really interested to see what people threw up from this um and I, i wouldn't say i felt that it's um i've been torn by it but yeah, it's it's an interesting category. I, I love the fact that actually that there are strong feelings in both directions on some of the same things, more or less. In
1: this, <laughs> yeah, that's got to be fun, hasn't it? It's got to be fun because we've got a. Uh, well, let's go through some of the uh, the comments on our Instagram thread. Uh, starting right up at the top there, <coughs> that damned purple film. It looks like you spilled grape juice on your negatives.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hashtag get off my lawn, you damn kid. Thanks for that, Eric. That's uh, at load film and subdued light. Like. Do you um, know what
1: I have? I've got some sympathy with that though because I took, I shot a, a roll of that I don't know a year or two ago. Uh, I sent it off to the lab and it came back green because the the scanners had tried to correct for the purple.
0: <laughs> yeah, that can be a problem when the labs don't realise it's supposed to be that colour. Um, at three-eyed monsters putting in the vote but all that fancy art lens bokeh, Um Yeah, I mean that that and that, that's definitely something I've messed with this year with some lenses with exceedingly. Um, bokeh look the the lens i picked up for my in in digital camera the um cctv lens is definitely all about that swell so yeah i can see where it's coming from with that one
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely uh okay Corey's next up on the list pinhole cannon uh votes for instax i don't know Corey. i i think he's doing that just to try and wind me up quite frankly
0: well I mean you know we did say with this category that a vote for it doesn't mean it's something you like most and judging by the uh, emoticon part of the um, word instax I think he's just putting it on there because it's maybe the thing he's seen a lot of this year that maybe he's not that thrilled about Yeah, um,
1: p- partly that's got to be my fault at least where this podcast is concerned
0: <laughs> oh for sure um, uh, Colin Matorn has come up there with just a classic I think uh, 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 and I'm surprised we didn't see more of it but this is the double exposure film swaps and um, so double exposure, we've talked about a lot. The idea of double exposure film swaps is something that I I really hope that we get a chance to get into at some point this year. That's where people are shooting an entire roll of film and then sending it off to somebody else who's shooting over the same roll of film again. Um, now, obviously, you know, you're know you not going to get many good frames out of a roll of film like that, but it could be really interesting. I think this is the thing we need to do. So I'm really that was really good cool to see that app on there. So thank you, Colin McTorn.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Ah. Next up, uh, Ian K. Inky Photo. Uh, he's got a whole category of, of films that he'd like <laughs> to, to uh, send to Room 101. Um, <laughs> special effect films specifically. I mean, he's put a link into the Instagram about uh, the Revolog uh, films. But I, I guess... Uh, uh, I, I guess it, it it's it's significant in that there's a whole body of these films out there isn't there I remember when we went to the, the photographer's gallery in London you and I and uh, they were all those specialist films and even the lady that worked in the shop said nah, don't, don't buy those <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that is exactly what I was thinking of and I mean yeah, that is that's the kind of stuff that Spencer was talking about when he was on a few weeks ago that, I can't remember the name of the guys who were doing it but I know he's just got some from from them that film that has been exposed to some light before before it's then re-rolled and sent out again so yeah that they are um definitely divisive films because uh the Rutland Flyer then comes in afterwards and saying that he's been given someone as a gift and found that they can come together beautifully but they can also outright ruin the image so um yeah swings and roundabouts with those um and uh, yeah and again um at little vintage photography one uk has tried them out and it's that same thing of um just the effects can bring together a great shot but uh, they all felt too wacky so yeah,
1: and I think uh, yeah, this particular post, a slightly slightly longer uh, post from Little Vintage Photography One UK, uh, almost as long as the name, uh, mm. uh, has uh, you know really sort of tried to describe both sides of, of the argument here. That, that actually some of these things are are really positive. So lomography have been really positive in in developing the market for analog photography, uh, while it was pretty much you know dead on its ass, and mm. you know that cannot be denied. Uh, and 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 equally you know the continuation of of uh, instax type films uh, is definitely something that has held the film community together in some way uh, so yeah it, it's uh, like i said uh, potentially potentially a controversial category this one Right yeah. here we are. Who's up next? Ah, Cole. CD Miller photos. Instant film is uh, Cole's offering. Uh, doesn't say whether he thinks it's a good thing or a bad thing. He just says he's seen a lot of it this year. Uh, uh, for which I say, well, thank you for noticing, Cole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's been a busy year for instant. Um, uh, we have got uh, at Medisam Blue, um, who's gone for red scaling. Um, there's been a, yeah, a couple of people cause at the Rutland Fly are also a fan of red scaling um, I mentioned they have seen a lot of it and what I like about this is that um, with the red scaling because of the way that when you shoot it at essentially different ISO ratings you get different values so you can on the one roll of film get quite a lot of different looks and also it means you can play a lot with the pushing and pulling the exposure value so yeah it's good to see that one coming up um, we've got another one then from at m.a.d.n who's actually a fan of the um, Revlog film. So, uh, yeah, as we said at the beginning, this is quite divisive. People going both ways.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you were the one that had to read out that username. I was (laughs) going to struggle. I was going (laughs) to struggle. The next one's slightly easier to read out. James Cockcroft. Hi, James. Yeah, James uh, has... Uh, he's been talking actually about the processing of film in his comments, which is an interesting uh, way to, to think about this. Uh, he's done cross processing uh, this year. He's done bleach bypass this year. Uh, I think his his offering, though, for the award is is the bleach bypass, potentially. I think he likes it, though, uh, and he likes the results. But this is the thing, isn't it? This is why. Is is it a lomographic ploy, or is it art? Who knows?
0: Mm. That's, yeah. It's all up in the air. And um, we have finally had a late, a couple of late ones. Um, Alex at Grainy Blur got for Christmas. Lucky, Alex. A Holger 135 BC. What does the BC stand for?
1: What it actually it? stands for Black Corners. It's one where the, it's a it's a variant of the 35 mil Holger uh, right. that deliberately has more vignetting by design. Because <laughs> that's the thing
0: that was needed. Well, there you go. He loves his well, black corners.
1: That, yeah, that's why he's he's nominating the black corners, because he's got a black corner camera.
0: <laughs> yeah. He says it's much sharper than the 120 n. Well, I would imagine that's because there's less of it that needs to be sharp. So we have... A... <laughs> Um, standard release cable button. It all sounds like good things. Um, that sounds good. What an awesome Christmas present! Do
1: you know what people have asked me, especially when I was in the throes of my Holger loving in the summer? Uh, was I was I going to go for the thirty five mm Holgers and did I have one and had I tried them? I haven't. I'd love to try one, uh, but for me, uh, I think one of the one of the joys of the Holger for me is that it shoots enormous enormous blurry negatives.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that it's
1: that that it's that uh, I don't know. It's the little imp on my shoulder that thinks gonna, if you're going to shoot blurry negative shoot the
0: biggest ones you can possibly get <laughs> yeah really smooth them out yeah and last but not least uh, a late vote coming in for Instax from um, at Dan R. Smith 74 um, it seems that uh, as much as anything just because he cannot decide whether to take the plunge on buying an Instax camera or not I think in next week's show we'll be talking about your ongoing feelings about Instax and I think you'll be able to offer him no help at all with that
1: uh, I think I can always Almost guaranteed to be no help, Dan. Sorry, because uh, I ummed and odd over this uh, before buying into this system. And then I bought into it. And uh, quite frankly, I'm still undecided.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that brings us down to the uh, the winners of this category. And we've just gone with two winners in this category. We've done a bit of lumping together, haven't we, Aid? Yeah, absolutely. So in second place, we are going to go with the... Wi- uh, uh, I've done an aid. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, try again. In second place, we're going with the lumped together category of special effects film. Um and in this category we're gonna put things like the purple film and we're gonna put the red scale film as well as all the Revelog stuff and all that fun stuff, because these are all films that when you put them in the camera, they're going to give you a different look to your shots, regardless. Um and as we saw from that thread, there are people who really like them and there are people who hate them. Um, but either way, you cannot ignore them, and there's a lot of them out there. Um, so, congratulations to Special Effects films on winning the second place prize this year. Uh, but an unsurprising winner for the first place, even though uh, it's it was argued as to whether or not it's really a lomographic ploy, but I think it falls under this category. It's a win. For instant film, well Yay! done, instant film. <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, yeah, it really has been the year for instant film this year, hasn't it, Aid?
1: It has. Well, I mean, uh, it has for me. It has for lots of people in our community around the podcast. It's um, <clears throat> and I think it's a, a deserving winner because it really does. It really does straddle both sides of the argument. I mean, there are people who are famous. For their instant, you know, proper artists who are famous for their use of instant film, yeah, albeit uh, maybe a little while ago, Andy Warhol was one. And uh, the fella whose surname I can never remember uh, begins with a G. Can't remember. Anyway, never mind. Um, he uh sorry, No, no, um, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, but uh, I want to say his name is something like Andreas Grun or something like that, but that's completely wrong. Never mind. Moving on. Uh, I think it it is an art form, Um, uh, but it is also, I think, uh, right there in that grey area of of potentially being a lomographic crutch. Uh, So I think it is a deserving winner and uh, hopefully it'll be a little bit contentious. Let's uh, let's blow up the Internet, folks, with some comments on
0: this. See Mm. what you think and and i think it's particularly apt as well because if ever there's been a year when uh, instant photography has been right at the forefront it's got to be this year because we've had three new instant cameras come out this year and a new instant film um so it's it's been a busy busy year we did also want to give a uh, honorary mention yeah. to something that didn't actually come up in this category despite coming up in every other category it didn't make it into this one and a that would be well that's got to be pinhole
1: photography you know uh for me I, this is not something that i've indulged in i know that uh a lot of our community have and and thoroughly enjoy it some even you know promote it into the into their instagram names you know um but it's it, for me it's another one that bridges the gap because some of the stuff that we've been seeing from some of our buddies is is fantastic stuff uh, uh but some of it yeah i think it also has the potential to to be uh if if used carelessly uh to to be uh, detrimental to the the photography rather than uh, contributing to it so i just wanted to have here an honorable mention i've kind of made it up on the spot as we've been recording and uh but I think it deserves it deserves a place.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And as I said, it is a bit crazy because in every single other category we've got, um, pinhole has featured quite strongly in the decisions that people are making. And I wonder whether the reason we haven't seen it here is because people uh, don't want to consider it uh, falling under the same category as the other things in the Lomographic Ploy thing. Um, but I think... I think it does fall into this thing, not in any detrimental way, but I think it does. It's something that we can do that gives our film a distinct look and gives our images a distinct look. Um, And I'm obviously a huge fan and there are lots of other people who are, and I, you know, I love it, but yeah, (laughs) bizarre, that not a single vote for that on this one. Well, yeah
1: rest assured i have i have noted its absence and made sure we have an inclusion for it <laughs> <laughs> okay and so yeah let's uh, I, I really am hoping we get some conversation around this category actually some further conversation around this uh, maybe Graham, you could put a post up on the instagram feed afterwards saying you know uh, comments on the on the sunnies awards and yeah. uh, and see what we get cuz it'd be great to hear what people think cuz we are just fairly not not arbitrarily but we are summarily deciding
0: (laughs) yeah hey this has all gone through a rigorous system of votes and and auditing this is a a reliable but
1: but then we ignored all those and made up our own minds (laughs) (sighs)
0: listen nobody accused us of being a democracy
1: (laughs) okay all right good point let's move on So this brings us to a category that is a personal favourite of mine Uh, and actually, uh, I think possibly the most fun category in the Sunnies Awards. Uh, Graham, what is category number three?
0: Best non-photographic thing you can use for photography of the year.
1: (laughs) Well said, sir. I do love that voice. Uh, If the gardening thing doesn't work out for you, you could be a town crier, maybe.
0: Uh, That's what I'm hoping. I'm I'm hoping that the Saturday Night Live gig will come up and I can take over Don Pardo's spot. (laughs)
1: Yeah, we don't have a Saturday Night Live, though, in the UK. Uh, There used to be one, though, didn't there? There used to be a Friday Night Live. Never mind, that was a long time ago. Anyway, on to our category and yeah, you know, a huge wealth of options. Well not options, proposals here, I think. Starting off uh you know with Willy Boots. Um absolutely yeah, it can be critical. It depends on where you're taking photographs though. Um you know if you're not as grainy blur is, uh covering the whole of West Wales for work. Uh, then uh, maybe you don't need wellies uh,
0: certainly I don't use them much um, in fact I don't think I own a pair Graham do you own a pair of wellies? I most certainly do I think um, Billy Connolly summed it up best when he sang If you didn't have your wellies where would you be? You'd be in the hospital or infirmary because you would have a dose of the flu or even pleurisy if you didn't have your feet in your wellies very good. <laughs> Thanks. Song for Christmas, guys. You got one in the end.
1: Well, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what to say to that. I wasn't expecting <laughs> that in the slightest. But well done. Sound <laughs> sounded lovely. So, do you want to do a, a transatlantic uh, translation of welly boots?
0: Uh, they, they're gum boots. I think that's the uh, that's the word they use over there, isn't it?
1: Right, gum boots. Uh, I don't know. Knee high boots made of rubber. Best thing possible for going through mud and puddles and everything like that.
0: Yeah, the essential wear for splashing in puddles.
1: Yes. Okay. All right. So there we go. So thanks to Alex for that uh, contribution. He also uh, has offered a second contribution. He says he owns three Holgers, and so black electrical tape is his best friend.
0: Yeah. Then we've got uh, Greg... <clears throat> Greg OBST coming up strong with rubber bands, um, like a rubber band bouncing back. I won't sing the Kate Bush song because... <laughs> That would be sacrilegious. I could, but I won't. Um,
1: Yeah, uh, sacrilegious is probably where you're going now, so best stop.
0: um, But, you know, rubber bands for such diverse uses as um, taping together rolled up 120 films to keep them tight, holding together a zero image camera, uh, all sorts of stuff.
1: Yeah, and and Corey has agreed with him as well, uh, using it for film, for holding filters to cameras, for holding cameras together i guess uh so yeah absolutely uh rubber bands are definitely up there
0: i, I love what uh, Corey's cory's last thing is so baby uses the rubber band <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right Corey, calm
1: down mate yeah i think he's been watching too much dirty dancing over the holidays <laughs>
0: Uh the next up, Eric putting in a very strong vote for um black electrical tape. I'm gonna read through this quickly because this is great. <laughs> it sparked quite a lot of other people to go, oh, I'm gonna try that. Um a vote for electrical tape. He uses the black tape to light proof his crappy cameras. I'm completely with you there. But he uses the yellow electrical tape to label the film that he's rolling for himself. So then he writes on the film. Then when it goes into the camera, he takes the yellow label off the roll of film and sticks it on the camera. This is genius. Um, and then when it goes from the camera to the developer, he can write on that and it gets shifted around. So uh, just a great way of keeping track of things so organized. I'm very impressed with that.
1: I am as well. I'm also slightly scared. Why are you scared, Aid? because it, it speaks of a level of sophistication that uh, that I hadn't even contemplated, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm definitely going to get some yellow electrical tape now to add to all the other rolls of various tapes that I keep buying. I, I like school.
1: the different coloured stripey one. It's you know, so you know cool when you go one, into yeah. the shop and you buy a pack of, of multiple electrical tapes and you get the black one and you get the yellow one. You often get a red one and a blue one and then you get one that's got loads and loads of colours on it as well. I wonder if we could invent a new use for that.
0: Oh, I mean, there already is when it's wrapping up Christmas presents when you run out of cell tape. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I use that for.
1: Very festive. OK, <laughs> all right, moving on. So, uh, oh, difficult to pronounce name. Sorry if I get this wrong. This is either K. Hustarelli or Kustarelli. Um Gaffer tape, absolutely. So this is where I'm at I don't actually use electrical tape much in photography because of the stickiness uh oh the 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 later stickiness obviously the upfront stickiness is why you use tape in the first place but uh gaffer tape is something I use a lot uh and uh, so definitely this is uh one that I can get behind
0: yeah gaff I mean I've got a good roll of gaffer tape it's good and it's strong and um there's a couple of people who went for gaff tape so um yeah one of Tabable. my favourites is
1: yellow. Actually,
0: uh,
1: I have some. I have a couple of old rolls of yellow tape because uh, yeah, way back before I had kids, I used to have a yellow race car, and uh, it's amazing how many things on a race car you can fix with tape. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you've got the tape that's the same colour as your car, then it doesn't look quite so bad when you line up on the grid. But there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's not quite as clean look. Um, next up uh zach underscore ribbing has gone with a bandana and a beanie bag i i wonder if this is speaking to the location of where zach lives i have no idea where that is but, but my feelings are maybe on the west coast somewhere because if he's gone with a bandana and a beanie bag he's um he's getting that some of that san fran vibe going on i think um both good for padding an over pad overloaded bag uh use the bandana quite a bit for covering camera in rainy weather um tying rocks to tripod for weight uh covering camera when loading film uh, t- yeah that's many uses from a bandana maybe i need to start wearing a bandana that's quite, um,
1: yeah it's quite impressive actually that yes good good thinking yeah good thinking it's um it's a, it's an interesting one the beanie bag as well because uh i'm not going to talk about this this week but uh i i recently bought a tripod uh, rather grumpily bought a tripod <laughs> uh yesterday morning in fact um, so we'll talk about that later. But the, uh, the bean bag is a really, really good substitute for a tripod because you really can, with with a very small and lightweight bean bag, as long as you've got a rock or something to put it on or a branch of a tree or something, you could really hold a camera very steadily for some medium-length exposures. Not, not your sort of 20, 30-second type thing, but if all you need is a couple of seconds, actually a bean bag is a really good piece of kit. So that's another one I can really get behind as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love the fact that um, at London Camera Project has kind of gone with his uh, the London version of what a bandana is, which is cable ties, <laughs> for, for many of the same reasons. Um, uh, for yeah, leave your tripod plate on another planets, um on another planet on another camera. <laughs> I mean, also, if you leave your tripod plate on another planet, it all comes in handy. When you, So, yeah, for basically, just strapping one thing to another, cable ties, very useful. Holding old camera bags together. Oh, bless. Bob. Let's let's club together and get a London Camera Project, a new tra- camera bag that doesn't need to be held together with cable ties. Well, maybe
1: he's fallen victim to that new law in the UK where every time you go to the shops, they charge you five pence for a carrier bag. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ah maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah,
1: okay. The next one, I'm loving this. Um uh Flying Machines underscore uh is giving us the offering of welding glass uh for super dreamy twelve stop N D shots with black and white <laughs> and then says, yep. Oh yeah, and also some rubber bands to attach it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, more, more love for the rubber bands. Um and then another vote from at Medicine Blue for graph- gaffers tape um, after electrical tape. So, you know, in the, in the battle of tapes, that's another one coming up big for uh, electrical tape there. Um, and then we've got... Uh, Dan R. Smith going for the stopwatch on the phone because he's been shooting a fair amount of pinhole lately, as we talked about before. Pinhole popping up all over the place, um, and yeah, you can't get very far without a stopwatch, especially Well, can, when I, can those... I ask
1: you a question on that then?
0: Because mm-hmm. my understanding of when these these massively
1: long exposures is that you have to deal with reciprocity failure, but also, of course, the uh, the, the as as you double the time, uh, then you only add one stop of exposure, don't you? So I was talking a few weeks ago about the bulb mode on my Instax camera and saying, you know, it, it tops out at 10 seconds, but I thought it was a bit too bright for 10 seconds, so I just counted to five. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Because the difference between five seconds and 10 seconds is only one stop of light, isn't it? Which, admittedly, yeah. with Instax, is, it could, could make or break it because the dynamic range isn't great. But with yeah. most films, actually, if you were... A, a, part of a stop over
0: or under that's really not going to worry it at all is it so no that's true but the thing you have to remember with pinhole is that that length of time could be minutes not seconds so you're not talking about well i could just count up to 10 seconds or count up to 15 seconds you're talking about maybe one or two minutes or even longer sometimes so you might just want to put it down and wander off somewhere at which point having an alarm going off to remind you to close the pinhole can be quite handy okay that's that that makes yeah that, that makes eminent sense thank you
1: (laughs) (laughs) filling the gaps in my education here as we go along thank you very much okay right next one is uh, Colin Matorn at Big Jackets with Big Pockets do you know what uh i haven't got a photography vest i did see one in the shop i was in yesterday and i was
0: like Whoa, that, uh, no <laughs> but, and that was the correct choice to make no the uh, thing is you have to remember but, colin matorn is in sweden sweden where it's cold i'm pretty sure it's sweden and not switzerland i really hope it's sweden now but anyway he's somewhere colder than where we are
1: so okay but I do have some jackets that have uh I have one jacket in particular that has lots of pockets um and it is really really useful uh, <laughs> um uh, I don't go out to buy jackets because they have lots of pockets but I definitely um definitely think it is a useful thing to have yeah Okay, right next one. Uh, Hamish Gill. Hi, Hamish. Uh, I think it's the first time we've seen Hamish uh comment on our Instagram feed, but uh, I suspect many of our community may follow Hamish. Uh, I know I do. He runs a a website called 35mmc, uh, and uh, yeah, which is a, a blog and website about shooting 35mm film cameras primarily, um, he has made a recommendation for a Leatherman, uh, which is a multi-tool, which, Graham, I believe you have one. I know I do.
0: Yeah, I do. And I also I love the fact that he's very sensibly um, managed to sort of squeeze a... a uh, I don't know whether they're actually saying this, but a recommendation for the Leatherman Squirt S4... <laughs> which Sorry? in the headline yeah this is what's called the leatherman squirt s4 i did double check i was going to his website before i clicked on that link um for girls and photographers um so yeah i haven't had a chance to read this article but he's obviously tried out this leatherman squirt s4 and thinks it's really good so um i will be reading that and checking it out because it looks smaller than ordinary leatherman um and has got loads of perfect things for the photographer. So yeah, thanks for that, Hamish. Check out that on his website. Um, a good tip there. Also very good for cutting up electrical tape, which, as we know, is uh, gonna win this gonna win this category because everyone's voting for it. Well, do you know what? That is one of the reasons I prefer
1: gaffer tape because of the yeah because of the the string thread through it and stuff like that. It is actually a lot easier to uh, tear, tear and shape and things like that. Um, Uh, So anyway, yes, let's uh, let's not presuppose the answer. Uh, It's not that kind of award show, (laughs) 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 although uh, that does pretty much bring us to the end of the list. So uh, for uh, over to Graham for uh, the announcement of the winners.
0: Yes, so the winners are uh, in third place. Now, we've had a bit of a weird thing here because I was checking on this and I know that there are people who put comments on things that I now can't find. So either they've been deleted or they've just disappeared. Um, so I'm going to say uh, give these honorary shout out mentions to uh, both. The torch, because I know that a couple of people put they were using torches on there, and now I cannot see that anywhere on there. And also to using beer cans for various reasons um, from making pinholes for their pinhole cameras to making actual mounts for uh, viewfinders, I think was the other thing that was on there. So, honorary mention to both the beer can and the torch, but neither of those could compete with the two clear um, choices. In second place, it's rubber bands the multi-purpose fixer of things to other things like filters to cameras, like cameras to tripods if they're big enough. Um, More popular than both the bandana and the cable tie, rubber bands. But in first place, no surprise to anybody, it's electrical tape. Well done to electrical tape. Sort of, hooray. (laughs) Hooray. so many uses um i have used it this year for everything from essentially building pinhole cameras to taping up cameras that have either got light leaks or the battery doors are popping off or the entire film door won't stay shut i used it to seal up my dark room um all the stuff that Eric's using it for, it's just so versatile. And the great thing is, and I know you're a big booster for gaffer tape, but gaffer tape is a big roll of stuff. Whereas you can have a little roll of electrical tape in your bag or in your pocket, and it's just there in case of emergencies. Um, it's the must-have, I think, of of non-photography things that can be used for photography. there.
1: No, I think uh, it's it's a clear winner, isn't it? Um, And uh, I I know this is not a democracy, but um, even we would struggle. To nominate a different winner in the face of so many proposals, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, uh, we're yeah we're going to go with it, uh, uh, and we're going to go with it with a smile. It it is really interesting because it's something I just don't use uh, for photography. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe the gaps, maybe uh, maybe the 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 panel gaps in my Holger are just too big for a tape that's less than an <laughs> inch wide.
0: <laughs> maybe I
1: need that two and a half inches, or you, you get or two inches, or however wide it is, a roll of gaffer tape just just to make sure I can close those gaps but uh, it it clearly is a winner here and therefore absolutely uh, a worthy winner and um, who knew you could do so many things uh, with electrical tape
0: yeah. And I have to say, I do love the fact that kind of the top three ended up being electrical tape, rubber bands and beer cans, because in some ways I think that kind of sums up a lot of the, uh, the mentality of the film photographers. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll mend and make do, this will work. We will make this work. It speaks volumes about our community. Um, <laughs> it certainly does. It certainly does.
1: <laughs> okay. Excellent. Well, there we go. Uh, let, oh, next one. Uh, Next category is, is going to be an interesting bun fight.
0: <laughs> I like bun fights, I like buns.
1: So this next category is more about our opinions than your opinions, (laughs) I guess. This is going to be a slightly more conversational bun fight kind of of category, but uh, uh, it wouldn't mean anything if we didn't hear the voice. So Graham, please, can you announce the next category?
0: It's the Sunny 16 camera of the year.
1: Excellent. Right. Let the games begin. Uh, And I suppose the game should begin because there's a slightly counterintuitive set of rules for this one, which you uh, manufactured in your favour, no doubt, some while back. Uh, Can you uh, recap those for us?
0: Well, I mean, this isn't really a competition. This is just to find the camera, which is our camera of the year. So this is the one that represents, that we can both be happy about representing the show for the year. And so I've drawn up a list of the cameras that have um, come up you know, more frequently in conversation. Because obviously we've talked about a lot of cameras, but there's been some that have come up more often than others. Um, some of them we've both used, some of them only one of us have used. Um, and we both we have feelings on, I think probably all of them, even if we've not used them, um, but let me run through the list that I've got, eh? and if you think of anything else that you think ought to be added onto here, uh, then we'll go from there. But then, what we'll go through the list and try and whittle it down to a top three in the end, and see which camera is going to be the one that we feel both of us can be happy with, epitomising the 2016 Sunny 16 year. All okay, right. here's let's, the list. Let's do it. Okay, uh, these were in no order whatsoever, just while I remember them. So number one, the plowbell Peco Supra 4x5, better known as Ronald. I was going
1: to say, I have no idea what that camera is. Yeah. R- Ronald Crump.
0: Ronald Crump, my 4x5 camera that I picked up um, about halfway through our run of recording this year. The Holger 120GN, mm-hmm. the Olympus IS 1000 or the Olympus Fugly, as you called it. <laughs> uh, the Voigtlander Viterette. Ah. Plastic panoramic cameras, brand unnecessary.
1: <laughs> Unbranded plastic Unbranded. panoramic
0: cameras. Yeah. Uh, the Ondo Pinhole Camera. Lomo Cosmic Symbol. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I've forgotten about him. Yeah. Uh, Instax Camera. Uh, the Bronica um homemade pinholes in general because there are a few of them so i've just lumped them all together and down the bottom the the sort of old faithful standbys your nikon which i cannot remember which one that is and uh, my olympus om1 so that's the list of the cameras which to the best of my recollection came up in conversation most often there were a few others which thought oh, that could go on the list things like the um uh, Vivitar ultra wide and slim, but thought, well, I've only shot one roll of through, film through that, and you haven't shot it at all, so scratched it one off straight off. So,
1: well, no, it should have its own award category for camera most sounding like a packet of
0: cigarettes, sounding and and looking like a packet of cigarettes, yeah. <laughs> um, so like, just off the top of your head, can you think of any more that maybe should be added to that list? I can't,
1: but uh, and actually it's longer than I thought it was going to be, so that's yeah, a good it's, thing.
0: It's... So uh, I'll tell you
1: what I, I am minded to do, though. I'm minded to, to, to nominate one that you have shot this year that I think says something about your experiences with photography this year. Yep. So sort of nominating something for the shortlist for proper discussion. Yeah. Uh, and... I have to say it, it's got to be Ronald.
0: Yeah. I think Ronald's got to be in the conversation, hasn't he? Cause he's, uh, and I, I have actually taken a couple of pictures with Ronald whilst we've been away on the break as well. So he's yeah. Okay. I will put a, a little tick by Ronald. He's on the short list. Let's go down this list one at time. Then next one up is the Holger One Twenty. Now I, I think the Holger also has to be on the short list. Um, I, I have only shot one roll of film through it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, and you've had some great results out of it this year. And it's also, it's a camera that's very popular in the community. Um, a lot of people use them. I had to post those ones over to America for Corey. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So what do you think? Of? What do you think about the whole gun? Oh yeah, list?
1: definitely. Yeah, okay. definitely. Okay.
0: Okay. The next up, these two kind of go together because they're both are our cameras for the cheap shot challenge. Um, So we both shot at least two rolls of film through them, uh, the Olympus IS-1000 and the Voigtlander Vitteret. What are your thoughts on these ones? I don't
1: think either of them should be anybody's camera of the year, quite frankly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I I have sort of kind of mixed feelings on these. Uh, I suppose perhaps because I've had two lots of less than ideal results out of the Olympus, n- neither of which has been its fault, but it's not a camera you can, it's not a camera you can love. It's okay. It's fine. It's a fine camera. Um, but if somebody said to me, okay, pick one camera for the rest of your life, it would not be that one. <laughs> um, and I really liked it when I got to see your little viscerate. I really love the form factor of your little Viteret, but, um, yeah I, I particularly from that last challenge the one we did on the wild animals i can't help but notice that very few photos were shared from that roll of film well only
1: because most of them were not of animals most because i didn't get a chance to shoot many animals with it uh so i had to fill the rest of the the reel off with um normal london photos but yeah gotcha. but but okay. uh, but it's not it's not it's not an award-winning
0: camera Well, you know, the thing is, the good thing for both of these cameras is that whilst this year they're being pushed aside, we're going to be using them all through next year as well. So maybe we'll feel differently about them by next year. Maybe by next year we'll have developed a deep bond with these cameras. Or maybe we'll just hate them. Okay, (laughs) right. Scratch those two. Plastic panoramic cameras. Now, we have both shot with these this year. Um, I feel like I maybe like these more than you do, Aid. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Go on, then what are your feelings on this uh i think
1: uh, i the the closest to being serious about these cameras as as i've spoken about them uh was uh, last week or the week before where i said that in in uh i really bonded with the holger this year in a way that i really didn't with those plastic panoramic cameras um uh, i can't explain why um it's just i love the whole uh, whole holger thing um uh, and i thought they were crap
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i i don't know i just disagree i really enjoyed going out with my plastic panoramic um i really like that different um frame size and the fact that that's what you're seeing now i i understand the argument that well they're just cutting down you could just crop it afterwards and why why lose film real estate just for the sake of it but it makes you see the world differently and also these cameras are so cheap and they they are the zero thought cameras because there's no settings there's open the lens cover and close the lens cover that's it and there's a button to push um and so you know, you pick the day that's right for them and go out with them I, I i'm gonna leave that one for the time being okay i'm not i'm neither crossing nor moving up okay um the next one is the Undo. Now, obviously, I'm the only one that's shot with this this year, um, but I, I I really like the Undo. I was waiting for it a long time. I, the Kickstarter was June last year, and I was well expecting to get it in November because that's when they'd hope to get them out. But it wasn't until God, it was right when we started the podcast, wasn't it? So that was June. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, it, it was. I think so. Somewhere. it was a full year afterwards, um, and I've put a few rolls of film through it, which is pretty impressive by my standards. Getting a few rolls through any one camera, and I've really liked it. I've made quite a lot of mistakes with it, but um, I think that one has to go up because that one has been, um, yeah, it's been one of the more interesting things, and it's something that I've gone back to, and I'm, I'm excited about. So if you if you're alright with that one going up,
1: yeah, absolutely to
0: the short list. Okay, the next one, the Lomo Cosmic Symbol. We talked about these quite a lot in the early days of the podcast.
1: It also took us quite a while to realise that we were talking about different cameras.
0: Yeah, there are some minor differences between our two models. Um, (laughs) Let's bin those and move on. It's been, okay good i'm glad you said that because you liked yours didn't you
1: i did you... but it turned out after i got the film back that the focus was completely misaligned and so every single shot was out of focus i think it had been it was focusing uh it would only focus about 30 centimeters in front of the camera <laughs> <laughs> and, but... and everything further than that
0: was just completely blurred yeah yeah piece of russian crap um next up the instax so this is, I suppose, more specifically, we're talking about here about your Neo Classic and all the Instax you've been shooting. Although I have shot some Instax this year with my um 200 wide. Uh, it's been a hell of a, the latter half of this year has been a hell of an Instax year for you.
1: It has, yeah. But I don't, I again, I think this is a camera that doesn't deserve any awards. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> seem to do the same thing that- twice. Um, so it it is it is significantly contributed to my frustration with photography in the last few months, and on that basis, uh, I don't feel the need to reward it.
0: I mean, in some ways, though, when you when we're picking the Sony 16 podcast camera of the year, something that significantly contributed to people's frustration with photography, I mean, that might sum us up in some ways. But okay, <laughs> well, seeing as you were definitely the main booster for the Instax, I think we'll we'll have to okay. The Bronica. Now, this is both yours and I um, sort of go-to medium-format camera. Um, I've used mine a bit this year, not a huge amount, but I've used it a bit. I don't know. You've used yours a bit. I really like the Bronica, but I, I don't. I don't feel like it's. I don't feel like it's the one for this category. If we were just going, oh yeah, best camera that I own, then maybe. But it's not really the sunny sixteen camera of the year for me no i don't think
1: i i don't think it's the one that categorizes our discussions over the last six months
0: no okay homemade pinhole cameras so in this i've got things like the um the biscuit tin pinhole that i made and used to take that um paper negative of which i think i got quite one or two shots came out there was a couple of matchbox pinholes there was my very abortive attempt at the polaroid pinhole um there was the uh also, abortive attempts. Most of these are really abortive attempts um, at the curved plane Bronica pinhole. Do you remember that one? Aide? I think that was show number one. For it all. Um,
1: that was in the days when we mowed podcasts with screwdrivers and hammers and stuff.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but uh, as the gear wore on, I just didn't really have the time to carry on with that. I got so much stuff to do with pinholes i've got so many raw materials just sat here um so- I, I think i
1: think that category is a special category for dave right? because i think you yeah, know the the whiskey gift box that's true yeah pinhole camera made out of junk uh, it would have to be the winning camera in that category and uh, as that's Dave's camera uh, I suspect it should have an honorable mention or a a, a special contribution Uh, but I'm not sure it's the sunny 16 camera of the year
0: no and I think as far as pinholes go the undo is definitely the one that took up most of my time once that turned up, the, the homemade ones were keeping me out of mischief until that arrived. So, OK, scratch that one off the list. And the last two is another pairing, really, which I, I they're both cameras that are important to us. And they're both probably the cameras that we use the most, ironically. But I don't think they're the ones for this category. And that's um, your Nikon, was it FM2? Is that F, got? FE2,
1: actually. FE2. Uh, uh, close. The, the, the FM2 and the FE2 are, are pairs in themselves. One is the, the mechanical version and one is the electrical version
0: um and my olympus om1 now these are both fantastic cameras and i've put more films through my olympus this year i suspect than anything else and i don't know whether it'd be the same with you with the nikon um but because they're just they're so they just get on with it don't they they just do their job and so we don't really end up talking about them that much because we spend far more time talking about things that are either surprising us or frustrating us. And these cameras just, they do a good job of work. They do. They do.
1: Uh, in fact, it's, it's my Nikon that I've been using all over the Christmas period, actually with the, the cine still film in it. Uh, but, it's yeah, I don't think they uh I don't think they correctly embody the chaos that is this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, you got it. Okay, well this is good. So we have got four cameras left and three spots to fill. So the four cameras we've got left are Ronald, the Holger one twenty, <laughs> plastic panoramic cameras, and the Ondu.
1: So this is where we get into a, a bake-off situation, isn't it, really? And yeah. It's like, or, or a MasterChef situation. I think for me, out of that list of four, there's two that clearly should be on it. And the reason is, is that they are cameras that represent an element of uh, experimentation for both of us uh, mm-hmm. this year, but also uh, cameras that we have learned how to use and actually achieved some decent imagery with. And for yeah. me, that's the Holger, and for you, I think that's the Undo.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I yep, think those true.
1: two deserve to be in the top three.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so we need. So to which one, one of th- your
1: babies are you going to sacrifice?
0: <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna have less of a fight if I say let's <laughs> shoot the plastic panoramic camera in
1: there. Well, uh No, no, I don't, because because I think yeah, you know, uh, for for me, I think the. Yeah, breaking the process for a moment. I think for me, either the Ondo or the Holger have to be our camera of the year because of the reasons I've just described. I think Ronald might have a really good year next year. Because he, I think you're you're going to have more opportunity to use Ronald next year, and and you'll go through that learning curve that we've both been through, that you went through with the undo this year. You'll go through that learning and performance curve with Ronald next year. I am sure. Yeah. Uh, so I I think he's yeah he might get the uh, the award for most promising newcomer, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure he's the champ
0: this year. But do you? Uh... To get all right, let's talk about the plastic panoramic. So, how are you feeling? I mean, is this Do you feel like you could have that camera in the top three Sony sixteen cameras of the year? Because I think that's the choice. And as you said, it's between Ronald and the plastic panoramic camera. For which one makes the top three? Now I know which one I'm um, more fond of, and and it's not the plastic panoramic. <laughs> um, but but what are your feelings on this one? I I
1: I think. Um... I think Ronald best fits uh but not because I don't like panoramic cameras but because again Ronald is about trying new things and and thinking and and putting some effort into photography uh whereas the the plastic fantastic panoramic <laughs> cameras are the absolute opposite and I think the stuff that we talk about on this podcast and the stuff that means something to me on this podcast is about the learning it's about meeting people and it's about learning new things and I don't feel that I've learned a huge amount from (coughs) using plastic panoramic cameras I do feel that Ronald represents an enormous opportunity to learn
0: yeah Yeah. And also, I think a large part of the reason, although I thought about it earlier in the year, seeing the community, what the community was doing with four by five stuff and and getting to talk to people and being given the confidence by the people in our community to take the plunge with four by five. I think that is a bit more meaningful. Okay, plastic panoramic is off. So I think we can agree then that Ronald's on the list, but he's going to be number three. He's the, he's the third one on the list. He's, he's in third place, a valiant third place, but third place nonetheless. So what's going to win, Aid? Is it going to be the Ondo or the Holger?
1: I, I've got to say, I think they're joint first. And I know that might be wussing out a little bit, uh, but actually... You know, the more uh, what I said, I meant what I said a couple of minutes ago. In uh, actually, both of us have picked up a new camera this year, new to us. Uh, Both of us have, you know, uh, tried uh, and in some cases failed. In another uh, and over time, you know, succeeded. Uh, And I think that's actually, you know, it's the it's the same. the thing that I think is is the award winning is is the experience of using that if you see what i mean of going through that rather than the individual camera so i would say i i would like to see both the undo and the holger uh, as joint first
0: okay oh, let's do that thing because I, I was just sort of thinking back about how i use both cameras and because my my thought was it, it kind of has to be the holger because it's the thing we've both shot and you've got some amazing results out of it but then i did think actually in the rare occasions where i got out to spend some specific time taking photos. The undo was the one I probably spent most time with. You know, I've been for a couple of walks that I went and then when I went to um, Laycock and, you know, whilst it's not all been successful, that has been some of the most slowed down, thoughtful photography. And it has been really interesting for me this year, trying to get my head around that. Um, so, okay, I'm happy with that. So the, the joint winner then, <laughs> the joint Sunny 16 camera of the year is the Ondoo pinhole camera and the Holger 120 GN. Excellent. Who could have seen that going? Hey For both those cameras!
1: Excellent. Good stuff. Is that, uh, I'm going to listen back to this on the idiot actually and I think that's going to sound very much like a cricket clap. <laughs> you know, the very polite, sort of, yeah, laid back clapping you get at cricket matches. I think that's. Yeah. Gonna, but I think they deserve it. Right. <laughs> I don't think they play. Does the Andu come from France?
0: No, no, Slovakia.
1: Slovakia. I, I was going to say, I don't think they play cricket in Slovakia either, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, No, no mind. Idea. No idea. Anyway, uh, right. So let us go forward then to the final category. Thank <music> It's uh, been a wonderful evening celebrating the achievements of the whole industry, Uh, but it is now time to discuss and award the final Sunny of the Year. Graham, what is our final category?
0: It's the new analogue photography thing of the
1: year. Whoa, excellent. Very, very exciting. And uh, and as we've said on previous episodes of the podcast, actually, not a bad year. Uh, plenty of analogue stuff uh, being launched
0: anew. Yeah. I mean, what's been your favourite new thing of this, this year? Because you've tried a few different bits, pieces out that have come out. Um, I think, you know, most notably perhaps the interstacks, but what, what's the thing that stuck out for you that has been new out this year that you've enjoyed?
1: Well, uh, yeah, you mentioned the Instax. Uh, I think that is a good place to start. Uh, the Instax monochrome is uh, is great. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's interesting because, you know, as I've said before, the, the, the fun of Instax really is in giving the photos away. And I think for me, the monochrome, is is a more interesting film but for those who receive them people who are not so much into photography uh tend to prefer the color ones so uh but definitely there there is uh, an opportunity there for the instax monochrome film uh what else have i thought of i, I did get somewhat slated on instagram for proposing the holger
0: yeah justifiably <laughs>
1: Well, maybe justifiably, but it was new to me this year. So, yeah. you know, I, uh, maybe I was uh, uh, slightly at odds with the actual rules of this category.
0: <laughs> is, is there anything from this year that you've yet to try that you want to try?
1: That's a good question. Um, I I think the, the undo pinhole uh, is definitely something that I would like to try. Mm-hmm. um uh, i think that's something that that could be could be great um uh and there is also a part of me that wants to try but but not buy but try the Leica softort yeah uh, and see if it can be any more consistent than uh the fuji version of exactly the same camera
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i think for me the the only thing that's come out this year that i've actually tried is obviously the Undo, um the thing that I things that I'd like to try next year going forward, I, I really want to get hold of some of the photo memo books from Mike Padua. Um, that's just the thing that I'm going to get ordered. Uh, and I'd also like to try out the Japan Camera Hunter film because a lot of people are getting some really nice results from that. So, um, yeah, I'd like to give that a go. And I really hope that the Instax monochrome comes to um, the wide format as well because that's the camera that I've got, and I'd like to give that a go. Um, yeah, yeah, that I, would be nice, wouldn't it? Because as I told you last week, I did buy quite a lot of Instax mini film for um, my partner and my nieces over Christmas um, because they both got an Instax camera in the end. They both got of the little ones. And, um, and I got color for all of them for two reasons. The first one is it's cheaper. Yep. But the second one is, as you said, I think most people who are enjoying it on a more casual level uh, prefer the color film. People like colour pictures. It's you know, that's just the way of it. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, should we uh, go through what other people are thinking? Absolutely, absolutely.
1: So, uh, thank you all for your contributions to this. Uh, especially, uh, let's get this. Let's get the ego thing out of the way. <laughs> uh, especially to to Derek, uh, J. Photo, to to Corey and to uh, Eric as well uh, all who, of whom have suggested that the, the podcast itself, this podcast no less uh, might be up for the award uh, oh you're too kind gentlemen, too kind um, but uh, I'm not sure that's quite in the spirit of the entirely ego free podcast that we run here
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no and if we were the best thing best new thing this year then it really would have spelled the demise of film photography I think so mm.
1: Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the first uh, uh the first appropriate suggestion uh on the Instagram feed is by running Fall, uh and uh who as well as complimenting us on the podcast and thank you, uh quotes actually Mike's photo memo notebook uh, uh as uh, uh an award contender.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's uh, a lot of people seem to be uh, enjoying those um neil piper also coming in strong with the um photo memo book love
1: mm, yeah so definitely that one's up there uh the next one uh oh, this is another one i'm going to get wrong uh tom cars one uh no no yeah. i totally got that wrong tom cars uh, one category, two items, uh, Kickstarter cameras, the undo pinhole, and the Intrepid 4x5. That's an interesting one. So you chose the pinhole. Uh, the Intrepid 4x5 is something that I'm hearing quite a bit about, actually. Uh, people kind of like it, I think.
0: Yeah, it seems to have been very successful. People are pleased with what they've got from it. Um, it's always a bit of a risk when, with pinholes because, you know, people are doing their best, but these are small small companies trying to make these things and little startups and they don't always come together quite as well as you'd hope they would but no it does sound as though the intrepid four x five is uh, people are happy with what they've got yeah absolutely
1: okay next on the list tammy west studios uh, nominates an app uh, maybe you've tried this app i haven't the app is called pinhole assist
0: uh frustratingly i haven't because this is an iphone only app but yes um we've got a few uh nominations for that um tammy west studios uh cory at pinhole canon um and uh at jimmy shambles another name that i really love um so yeah pinhole is just getting a lot of love Hmm.
1: okay so maybe i i have an iphone so maybe i should maybe i should try uh... well when you when you get an undo you'll be set well, there you go, yes, so um <laughs> more camera acquisition on the way, then okay, right, so da, da 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 next on the list then uh yeah the my my nomination for the Holger. <laughs> okay uh it seems to say delete comment against those in our show notes is that something that i've pasted in from instagram or is that something that you've just added to our show
0: notes? (laughs) no no not guilty your honor um i mean the thing is i think we got we actually got fewer um votes and comments for this one because i think it's one of the things about film photography is whilst we're always getting stuff uh, it's rarely new stuff, um, and so not not everybody's had a chance to try out that something newly out this year. Um, but that said, we did have uh, I've, we've got our our three top three here, so I'll run through them. Um, at number three, it's the Ondu Pinhole because you are there, right?
1: Yeah, I'm quite surprised actually because I thought that might be a contender for
0: the top slot, but okay. No, no, the Ondu pinhole, but I think, and you know, I I think if we had more large format shooters on there, maybe it would have shared that spot. But um, I've enjoyed the Ondu, and I've seen a lot of other people out there getting great results with the Ondu pinhole. It's been a really good year for them. I had a, they sent out an email, I think just before Christmas, basically saying all the Kickstarter stuff has been sent out now. They have, they sort of cleared it all out, and they can now start looking forward to whatever's going to be their next iteration or evolution so um congratulations to those guys it's been a long project for them but they did it and what they turned out was great and uh, the results that people have been getting have been fantastic so well done to undo at number two it is mike padua's photo memo book um this seems like it is kind of the must-have um th- Hipster new product. accessory <laughs> yeah well no i think it's super useful I, i've said repeatedly i need to get one um and uh, various people have got them and they're getting great use out of them and yeah uh just i i mean as with everything the mic does it's just it's well thought out uh and it's aimed squarely at people like me and you who uh, have got various cameras and especially in my case with too many cameras with rolls of film in uh, for keeping track of all that stuff and um, keeping notes about what you're doing. And it's, I think, stuff like that actually goes a long way towards making us better photographers, because it makes us actually think and keep track of what we're doing. And we can evaluate the results more reliably then because you know, okay, well, light was like this on this day, and I got those kind of results, as opposed to what I do at the moment, which is coming back six months later going, well, these are the results, but I cannot remember what the settings I was using were, or what the light was like, anything like that. So um, I think it's a really useful thing, and I'm really glad that people have picked up on it and it's made number two in our list.
1: OK, so this is the top prize we're going for now, then, isn't it? This is product of the year in the inaugural Sunnies Awards.
0: I, I know, and it's deeply frustrating for me because the most voted one, and this is, you know, we're going with democracy, the most voted uh, thing, for the new thing of this year is the app Pinhole Assist. Ooh. A lot of people seem to love this. So well done to Pinhole Great. Assist. Um I have looked into it. Um I because I said the frustrating thing is it's an iPhone-only app. Um it looks really good. And um everybody who's using it seems to be going. Like, a great deal of value from it um but it's just not a thing that i can try out um but it's it, i've got another pinhole app on my phone and it's great but th- this seems to be a lot um a lot more fleshed out it has settings on for all the manufactured pinhole cameras so if you know if you've got a an undo pinhole you can put in oh this is what i'm using and then it will do all the thinking for you oh, um, right. okay that's good Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm just looking at screenshots here. So you've got the Holger 120 pinhole, the zero image pinholes, all of these things, they are all in there with all these presets. Um, It's got metering in there. It looks like a really useful app. Uh, I would like to say that I hope it comes to the um, Android, but my hopes are not high. I had a quick skim down the Facebook page and the... um, creator of the app does reply to people's posts on there except when they're asking him when they're going to come to android so that, right, looks like okay. that might not be a thing that's going to happen um but nonetheless congratulations it's it's a small thing but it goes to show that uh it's all about being useful and i do think that at some point in the future we ought to do a, a section on the show about useful apps um on the phone yeah because-
1: i think that would be a good idea yeah
0: they, they make a difference to people's lives. Um, and I love the fact that it is something so small uh, that has helped people with their photography so much this year. And I think that that's the thing about this, is that this is something which has actually helped people to take better photographs. It's not a new thing to take photographs with. It's not even a new film. It's something to take make better use of what people already have. And I think that's great that that's what's won. So
1: okay. awesome stuff. Good, good philosoph- philosophical conclusion there, absolutely, and I can get behind that totally. All right, well, that actually then concludes uh, this special awards ceremony episode of the show. Uh, I've been, I've really enjoyed that actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been fantastic, and thank you so much to everybody who took the time to get on the post and comment about what they liked and what they didn't like and you know and have conversations going on there with people you know i think i've learned stuff from there it's just been a really fun experience and we know hopefully we will do the same again but in a more organized fashion next year and um (laughs) but yeah it's been great uh we, we started this thing out thinking well nobody might get involved and this might be completely dead in the water but um you guys have made it a lot of fun to do and i think all of the things that ended up winning have been something of a surprise. It's, yeah, unpredictable best describes the film
1: community. Well, you know, that's that's how we keep the book profitable. But the... Okay, so this of course is our first show of 2017 and having concluded our look back, uh, it's time now to look forward. Uh, Next week we will have a show for you that includes some of the project updates and some other things looking forward into the year. Uh, We look forward to entertaining you, enlightening you, uh, rambling and complaining at you uh, for 2017. I hope you will continue to come on this uh, slightly disorganised journey with us. Um, And uh, thank you, as always, to Bill and to Chris and to Kevin for their various support to this podcast.
0: Uh, We will see you next week. Bye bye. Bye oh wellies they are wonderful oh wellies they are swell they keep out the water but they keep in the smell and if you're in a crowded room then you can always tell when some evil little bugger takes off his wellies (laughs) I thought I needed the reprise at the end of the second one that's
1: great yeah absolutely that works a treat thank you